Hey guys, so today I want to talk about guilt, all right? And if you're anything like me, you might occasionally struggle with those feelings of guilt. And not only self-inflicted, like when you lie to someone or cheat on a test or just pretty much generally inconveniencing someone, but also guilt from your parents or guilt from being exposed to, I don't know, impoverished or injured or oppressed humans and even animals, okay? If you're an empath like me, it's hard as hell to let that shit go sometimes. But a while back, I read a quote from Buddhist monk, spiritual leader, Thich Nhat Hanh, and it really just resonated with me. He basically said, and I quote, letting go gives us freedom, and freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we still cling to anything, anger, guilt, or possessions, we cannot be free. So with that being said, are you holding on to guilt? Okay, are you holding on to that shit keeping inside of you? And if so, what's keeping you from actually addressing it and releasing it and being free? Because who wants to really live in the prison of their mind over some shit they did when they were like six? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is the great effing spiritual awakening. <laughs> This is actually not so bad. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the GFSA podcast. My name is Brandon. And today, whew, I want to get a whole lot of stuff off my chest for you guys. Um, hopefully, it just touches your heart and can provide some insight uh, from some of the things that I've gone through. So throughout my process of this spiritual awakening, I've begun to pinpoint certain aspects of my personality that have prevented me from progressing both, you know, physically and spiritually and, you know, just mentally in general. But then I also had to spend a little time in therapy, a lot of time alone in meditation, just facing myself being uncomfortable and remembering moments in my life that exposed why I maintain these traits, okay? I think we've all had shitty moments in our lives, I'm sure of it, right? And like most of us on the planet, I myself have suffered from anxiety and depression, uh, which I honestly believe that anxiety and depression are pretty much products of an unfulfilled life, but we'll talk about that another day. Since I've started this spiritual healing process on myself, I've realized that most of my suffering, my own suffering has to do with feelings of guilt. So throughout my life, I've experienced three different ways that I've been exposed to those feelings, all right? The first is from family or friends, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably already understand where I'm coming from, um, but I'll start this off by saying that I haven't always been around for my family or my friends, and I spent my late teens to late 20s traveling the U.S. motocross circuit as a technician and barely had time to freaking breathe, like, I was always on the road, different city every weekend, a lot of work. It was it was tough. Um, however, there are times where I was perfectly capable of spending time with certain people 
but I didn't because I felt like I had to protect my own energy from the dreaded energy vampires, <laughs> you know. You know, those those people that just suck the life out of you. And even in cases like that, I still feel that guilt for saying no or feeling influence guilt from family or friends. And I'm sure most of you have had an experience where you turn down an invitation to an event and, you know, your, your buddies rag you about it. You know, come on, man, blah, blah, blah. Stop being a punk. Or, you know, when your parents make you feel guilty about your mate because they don't like them, you know, they might be like, you're choosing them over me. And now I believe that influence guilt like this has more to do with the emotional and psychological capacity of the person delivering it than it does to the person it was directed to. So <laughs> guilting someone so that they're persuaded into a decision is not something that shows love and compassion, in my opinion. So the second form of guilt that I've experienced is generally through observing life, okay? I've always been extremely sensitive to anything that is in pain or suffering. And not necessarily, you know, watching movies when bad stuff happens, but just in real life, like news stories, you know, about murders, animal mistreatment, impoverished and oppressed communities and groups. I used to just let one sad news story slip into my mind and then like negatively control every aspect of my life for several days in a row. And I believe that all humans are empathetic to some degree, but but my empath meter is off the damn chart sometimes like, whew. Um, but from a surface standpoint, I wouldn't say that I've had a lot of traumatic experiences in my life. And because of that, I feel that it makes me extra guilty for any living thing that goes through trauma and constant pain and suffering. And the last form of guilt is honestly the most obvious, which is self-inflicted guilt. And I feel that this guilt comes from basically anything that you could do to yourself to harm or deceive someone or hurt yourself. Um, lying, cheating, stealing, backstabbing, ignoring, uh, harming, killing. These things, in my opinion, are the most common and most harmful reasons for guilt. But sometimes it's not always a negative reason that is harmful to you. Um, it may be that you're a Christian teenager who has feelings for the same sex and you're afraid to tell someone. In my opinion... I wholeheartedly support those feelings, but your upbringing may make it difficult for you to express your inner feelings, thus leading to guilt. It could also be that your family completely supports a certain political party, but your values don't agree with their extreme beliefs. That can leave you feeling guilty at times. What makes it so bad sometimes is that after you're seen liking or doing something that's viewed as unpopular in this society and that you didn't want a certain person or a group of people to know, it's hard to let go once they find out and don't agree with what you're doing. So when people lose your trust or change their opinion of you, it really can be a devastating feeling. Now, if you hold on to the past through guilt, it can drag you down in so many ways. It destroys creativity, which, in my opinion, I believe we're all here to create and inspire and help in some form or fashion. So it destroys your creativity, your self-esteem, your happiness, it affects your mental stability and how you receive information from others. That's really important. And it, it can ultimately completely block your spiritual abilities and personal manifestations. And believe it or not, it can even manifest into real physical ailments. 
And if you've ever heard of anyone saying that a person died from a broken heart, well, for me and my personal life experiences, it is a real thing. Okay. Guilt can leave you anchored right in the present by some shit that happened when you were nine. And we don't want to be anchored in the present because of that. We want to be anchored in the present because we're finding peace. All right. Not dwelling on that stuff that happened a long time ago. <sighs> okay. So with that being said, I want to let go of all this. I want to talk about how I acknowledge and accept guilt and my own four-step process to decreasing or removing that feeling of guilt from my own mind. So professionals have generally told me that step one is acknowledging guilt or whatever the negative feeling is, but I would be inclined to say that if you're listening this far, you're quite aware already that you've been shoving some of this shit way down inside, hoping that it just disappears. Now, for the sake of this discussion, let's just say that hypothetically, your best friend got fired because of something that you mentioned to management that was harmless, okay? And because nothing is a secret at most places of employment, you find out that they were fired because of what you said, when in reality, you were just attempting to be honest and truthful, all right? Big guilt trip right there. So step one for me is to look at the entire situation and ask, why do I feel guilty? Psychological and spiritual healing, it starts inside with self-evaluation, facing those traumas and negative feelings as they come up. So after acknowledging the guilt, you've got to immediately face it. You know, put down the blunt, put down the bottle, and just step in it. And in this situation, the guilt comes from your friend being fired due to the information you provided. And of course, you didn't want them to lose their job unless you're just a complete ass. Uh, okay, so step two. After I've asked why, I like to ask myself, could there have been a better course of action? What could you have done to better or done better uh, to prevent that feeling of guilt? And for someone like me who tries to limit the amount of gossip and shit talk and social situations, I would feel like I could have made a better decision instead of feeding into the conversation. And, you know, it, it may not, it may not even be shit talking. Um, let's just say your manager said something like, hey, John has been so annoying lately and he's always in a crappy mood and I'm so sick of him. And then you might have responded, yeah, he's struggling with depression, but he's been going to therapy and he even got his medical marijuana card and smokes just enough before work to relieve his anxiety. And he seems to be doing better. And, and I know that's overkill. I know a lot of you wouldn't spill someone else's beans like that, but it does happen. And that statement, even though it was said out of love and, and excitement and encouragement for John, it was viewed as ammunition by management to fire him for working under the influence. Now, the better decision for me in that situation would be to maybe say, have you sat down and talked with him? Uh, maybe there's something that we can do to help and encourage John. All right, so after you've asked why do you feel that way and you see if there could have been a better course of action in your particular situation, whether or not you can or can't think of a better course of action like in step two, then you ask yourself, what can you do to correct the reason for your guilt? How can you correct the issue and the reason that you feel guilty? That's step three. So for me, it obviously starts by being honest about the entire situation. I feel guilty because blank. I could have avoided this feeling by using this action. And if in this situation, your guilt is tied to something you did 
to make someone happy, unhappy, sorry, then it's best to discuss that situation with that person. Or in this case, your friend who was fired, you know, just rip the damn Band-Aid off. Get it done. Honesty is the gateway to ultimate freedom, okay? And you just don't have to hide. You don't have to cover up your tracks. You don't have to allow negativity and paranoia to fester inside of you and manifest into real physical problems. But on the flip side, let's say you did nothing wrong. Let's say you're living your life a little different than what's popular in society, but doing nothing harmful to yourself or others. And someone in your family says, I can't believe you would go out living like that. It's so embarrassing. Now, that is a major example of influence guilt. Anything you do that breaks family traditions or curses will almost always be kind of reflected back to you by the ego of those who didn't agree with your lifestyle. Okay, you stood your ground and followed your heart, yet you still have developed guilt because you don't agree or they don't agree with your way of life. And in this case, there may not be a way to correct the reason for the guilt. You just got to figure out how to accept it and release it. Now, those who are more empathetic will sometimes attempt to just fit back into the mold and go against their free will and spirit to avoid the guilt, which that can also do damage to your psychological and spiritual progression because you aren't free. You just feel stuck. So now that we've acknowledged where the guilt came from and done all we could to correct the situation, the final step is letting go of it. Now, how in the hell do you let go of it? A lot of the time for me, personally, it just plain old takes time and patience for anchored negativity to be released. Uh, but for me personally, the only way that I've been able to let go of a negative feeling after I've acknowledged it and tried to correct it is literally just realizing that we are perfect beings experiencing life through the human ego and imperfection. And just by focusing on the silver lining out of any situation, okay? And it's more of a focusing on the silver, silver lining. So I know y'all are probably like, Brando, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Let me explain. So let's take two young men, okay, whose families taught them all their lives that adultery and sex before marriage is the ultimate sin. And you'll be the mockery of the community if you're exposed. So, <laughs> uh, so one young man, we'll call him Man A, uh, let's say for the sake of the discussion, they're college age, 22, 23, and Man A has a girlfriend, and gets her pregnant. So through his upbringing, he chose to let this event in his life consume him with remorse and guilt. His parents quit talking to him, then he just spirals into a depression and is a deadbeat father, and then lives a life of more sadness and guilt until he just passes away. It's just a horrible situation. Now man, B, same thing, same age, gets his girlfriend pregnant. However, he had a completely different response to the situation he may feel some initial guilt and his parents may stop talking to him but he soon realizes that he has the uh, opportunity to help mold his own child into an amazing human free of societal beliefs and standards okay now society and religion as far as it, i'm concerned like to put labels on things and have your life planned a certain way but I don't see anything wrong with sex before marriage or having a baby before marriage as long as it's with good intention. But man, B saw what might have seemed like a setback as something of inspiration and joy. And for me to let go of my guilt, I had to look at life 
And I do think this is the absolute truth, by the way. But I had to look at life through the microscope that we are here to love ourselves and each other, experience this world in human form, and improve upon each decision we make. If you're going through the same old bullshit in your life, and you keep getting the same old results and feel the same old negative feelings and guilt, this is a wake-up call. Start digging. Start accepting these experiences and decisions in your life that make you uncomfortable and do something other than what you've done to keep falling into that guilt trap. Okay, as as cliche as it is, I believe that we each are born with a purpose and it's not just going to land in your lap because your ego can prevent you from remembering what that is. It just requires an immense amount of vulnerability by letting go of what makes us comfortable, whether it be addiction and other unhealthy habits or unhealthy relationships or even certain jobs. And once we let go of those things, it can be a lot easier to believe in a different path. And you, you can't reach that higher state of peace in the now by dwelling, on, dwelling in the past over guilt, right? Okay, so meditation is a large part of my improved outlook on my experience on earth. Sometimes it's silent, you know, with my focus on breathing. And other times I use guided meditations, even some with affirmations. And in the pod- podcast description, I'll tag the link to a couple of the YouTube videos that I use every day. But if you're looking to start somewhere on your journey of self-discovery, start with meditation and just being silent and just responding to your body and seeing how your body feels when you wake up in the morning. And so many times people tell me, oh, I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. You know, I used to say the same shit. Just put your damn phone down, shut the TV off, make the time. Okay, when we focus on ourselves with love and purpose over time, you will begin to make changes in your daily life. And those changes will improve your spiritual, mental, physical, you know, just things like picking a better food option or not eating so late that your body is tired because it spent half the night digesting your food. Then you feel like shit, you know, and shutting off the news, you know, you'll start to notice that the bullshit doesn't matter and you will discover other ways to take better care of yourself. So, guys. I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. I do want to expand a little bit on this topic in a later episode, but hopefully this was able to help someone to touch someone to just make a small, small decision in their life that can lead to something better. Um, Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, If you want to visit my podcast page, it's anchor.fm slash GFSA, Great Effing Spiritual Awakening. Uh, Leave some support on there. It's much, much appreciated. Uh, But if not, like I said, I hope you got something out of it. Light and love to everyone, and I will see y'all next week.